0: as she preaches the gospel and explores the mysteries of God in our modern world.
1: In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mother of us all, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. (laughs) As I was preparing for today and this week, I was once again struck by the historical details of what happened on that first Palm Sunday about 2,000 years ago and how poignant it is for some of the things that we're facing today. It was a spring day in Jerusalem in the year 30, and it was also the beginning of the week of Passover, which was the most sacred week in the Jewish year. Many people would have been coming to Jerusalem to celebrate. And just as our Jewish friends will be doing in their celebrations of Passover this week, those gathered would have been celebrating Israel's liberation from slavery in Egypt, recalling the old stories, saying the traditional prayers, and sharing in special foods, the bitter herbs that reminded them of suffering in Egypt, or matzah, the bread that tastes like freedom. But one notable tension for Jesus and those who lived at that time is that just as they were telling the old stories of liberation, they were no longer a free people. As Marcus Borg and John Dominic Crossan note in their book, The Last Week, Under Roman rule, the people of Israel were politically oppressed. The many were ruled by the few powerful elites. Ordinary people had no voice in the shaping of their society. They were economically exploited, as much as two-thirds of the wealth that was generated from agriculture or from the work of the peasant class was going to the wealthy and powerful. And what's more, they used religion to legitimate these abuses. The people were told that the king ruled by divine right, and so it was God's will for things to be the way they were, making it that much harder to question. In fact, that's why Pilate, the regional governor of Rome, was in Jerusalem that week. It was not out of respect for their religious holy days, But as a reminder to the people, should they get any ideas when recalling those ancient stories about freedom? Just who was in control. On that first Palm Sunday, Pilate would have been riding in from the west end of the city with soldiers marching, banners waving, and golden eagles mounted on poles. But quite intentionally from the east end of the city, From the Mount of Olives, Jesus and his friends had another procession. The two were the mirror opposite. Jesus rode on a humble donkey while Pilate was on an impressive horse. Where Pilate was adorned and surrounded in fine things, those symbols of power and prestige, Jesus was being cheered on with palms and cloaks, and whatever makeshift items could be turned into fanfare. Where Pilate was there to reinforce the economic, political, and religious domination of the kingdom of Rome, Jesus was there to declare another kingdom, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, or the first passion of Jesus, as Borg and Crossan describe it, was to incarnate the justice of God by demanding for all a fair share of a world belonging to and ruled by the God of Israel. It was the dream of the Psalms and of the Hebrew prophets of Hebrew scripture, the same ones that were quoted by the crowds when Jesus entered Jerusalem and that appear in all of the gospel accounts of that day. These prophecies envision Jerusalem as a place that people of the whole world could come and gather and celebrate in beautiful diversity. As a place of peace where swords and weapons were turned into tools used for farming. Where it says that nations would not lift up swords against each other, nor would they have to even learn war. And also as a place of prosperity. And security as the prophet Micah imagined it says all shall sit under their own vine and fig tree and no one shall make them afraid in other words everyone will have their own land everyone will have opportunity to flourish no one will have to live in a state of constant fear Though these hopes were in the hearts and the texts of the Jewish people, it was not just about them. It was a hope for the whole world. Jesus believed in this. And what he was calling people to was their power and freedom to actualize the dream of God here in this life, to bring heaven to earth, making things that God loves and wants for God's creation part of the fabric of human life. Not something that we have to wait for, but part of the joy of being alive and being in right relationship with God and one another. And for a people who lived in his time celebrating freedom, but almost like a dream of the past, he pointed to the freedom that no one can take away. Because the kingdom of God The dream of God is not arbitrated by Rome or any earthly power. The kingdom is within us. It is a possibility that lives in each person. The dream of God becomes real in this world every time we choose love and justice. Every time we act in ways that ensure peace, prosperity, and security for all of God's creation. Jesus was looking for a people who would carry this truth in their bones. As author Verna Dozier has written, Jesus was envisioning a saving people, a people who would live out before the world a new possibility for human life. The light of that community would change the world and bring people nearer to God's dream. As I think back to that first Palm Sunday, what a powerful act of resistance and witness that Jesus led his followers in, and how its message remains potent for us today. In the places where oppression still stands, in the places where we feel utterly powerless, in places we do not feel free but rather Like something is being held over us. We need to know that the kingdom of God is in us. It was not given to us by powers and forces of this world, nor can it be taken away. It is always there before us. And God is looking for people who will choose it, who will make it real, people who will live out before the world a new possibility. The task before us is not to solve or fix all of the problems that we see personally or collectively we couldn't if we tried the invitation is to keep showing up and choosing god's kingdom whatever that looks like at our unique moment and to follow in the counter procession of jesus that questions oppressive and evil forces And keeps on choosing abundant life for all each time bringing this world a little closer to the one that God dreams of so now with these holy days upon us let us pray God as we enter into this sacred time may we be transformed by these stories prayers and rituals may this time Take us deeper into our faith. May it renew us and give us the courage to dream as boldly, love as deeply, and give as sacrificially as Jesus did. And with the dream of God before us and the love of Christ within us, may we find our freedom to choose your kingdom again and again. Amen.